Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Rand Bernard, Mike Molina, and Tevin Pittman. And we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt, then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions, or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I thought he was going to play, and we'll be swinging. And we'll be swinging. (laughs) And we'll be swinging like Devin Pittman. Yeah, that is so. Uh, okay, now you no, and Gabe. Was, <laughs> yeah, it me, was what? Me and Gabe, we went to Swinger Sex Fest downtown at the Hyatt Regency Hotel here in Minneapolis on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday, and I saw things that can't be unseen. Tom, I saw a lot <laughs> of things that can't be unseen. There was uh, lube wrestling, um, naked <laughs> twister. Um, there were Ugh. were like sex <laughs> sex dungeons in orgy rooms, and <sighs> there was a girl that just had like two like tassels over her breasts, and there were it was naked people everywhere, and we got to broadcast and interview people that were like sex workers and had some very adventurous sexual stories that uh, we'll and they were like they were happy to talk to you. Oh yeah, I thought it would people would be more reserved and mm-hmm. but no people would just come in our room that we had set up and like, "Oh, well, can I tell you guys about my group sex exper- experience that I had just 5 minutes ago?" And yeah, there were a lot a lot was shared that I thought never would get shared to go out on podcast. I yeah, I guess the type of person that would be really into that stuff has yeah, to be exactly. just a, you know, 
yeah. overtly sexual, you know, person that loves to be seen and talk about everything. Yep. And they had, um, there was a guy there from Bond Desk that was doing like flogging classes. And so we were like, oh, well, we should get him. Flogging? Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, essentially it looked oh, yeah. like a mop, right. a mop head, except it was, I guess, not. The cat of nine tails. Yeah. And <laughs> so uh, pirates used to use. And so he was like hitting the, his minion subject assistant lady. And so after they got done, we go up and we're like, hey, you want to be on the show? And she goes, oh, yeah, we can, we can be on the show. And then she looks at me and she's like, if you want to come by later, I'll spank you. I was like, you know what? Um, oh, I'm, God. Here <laughs> I'm we go. good on the so spanking. When, when you're being... When you're being flogged, do you, does it, do they leave marks? Is it painful or is it more like uh, a no? It's more oh, like a oh, playful. I'm being yeah, it wasn't ah. super hard, but I wasn't okay. going to sign up to to get flogged by any means. Were there any flat out just homely as hell people? <laughs> Tom wants to get to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm. I mean, that's what I. Were they playing uh, Twister naked? Oh yeah, no, I've never. I've never been to one, but I've heard a lot of a lot of them are not the best looking people. No, there weren't a lot of super super attractive people, and a lot of the outgoing ones were the more, I guess, unattractive ones, or not what I would be into. But see, you know, they were, it was uh, I guess what you would think for Minneapolis swinger sex. Was there were people that came in from out of town for it? So really? It was, yeah, it was a big deal. Did they drive in from Milwaukee? <laughs> yes, yeah, so, exactly. Now, here's my question. They can't run around the halls naked, so was all the nakedness in the auditorium oh, no. or something? No, they were. Def- they bought out the whole hotel, so it was everybody that was there was for oh. Swinger Sex Fest. So it was as soon as you walked in the doors. I think you couldn't be naked on the first floor, but the, yeah. <laughs> the rest yeah. of the floors, it was Darn. naked everywhere. And on Easter weekend, I, yeah, that's what yeah, I said. Easter weekend. That's probably why they yeah, had it. Yeah, that is probably yeah. why. Blatant disregard. Yeah. Um, you know, years and years ago, like I don't even know how many years ago, we went uh, on a trip and met up with my friend's mother. Mm, do you remember that yes, experience? I do. Yeah, found yeah. out after we had had dinner with them, and they wanted to hang out with us, and you know, they were like really wanting to spend a lot of time with us. I'm like, this is weird. You're my friend's mom (laughs) a long time ago and uh yeah later on i find out that they both were swingers oh they wanted you guys to swing her daughter her daughter says oh yeah my mom's a swinger i'm like what what you know this about your mom oh yeah they've been into that for a while now so this is nothing new oh no no yeah no no they yeah there is a by the way go ahead ahead. okay sorry there was i was saying then there was a group that yeah, they tried to get to convince us to be swingers. They were like, "Oh, Tevin, have you ever thought of uh, joining the lifestyle?" I'm like, mm, you know, I'm 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 good. He's like, like really did a hard sell after I said like, uh, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "Well, you never know what you're gonna like." And I was like, "You know, no, no, I I don't think that I want to watch my wife have sex with somebody else." That's what the Mormons say too. It's the same <laughs> same shtick. What? You never know until you try it. Yeah, I, guess, yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> I am. Mean, I just. I. I it's a, how do you meet one of? First of all, I suppose. I suppose now it's much easier oh. with communications uh, being I'm sh- what it is. Yeah, I'm sure there's an app for that and Facebook pages. Oh and yeah, there's yes. all kinds of things. Yeah. Can I ask? Easy. Did it smell? At the doctor's office. Like, was there a the magazine? <laughs> there, so what are you here for? Gonorrhea. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Because like 
Think about you need you, to know. If you booked that hotel for a wedding or whatever event after that, and there was a stench from oh, all yeah. the nudes, there like, wasn't. Oh. Uh, I didn't oh. notice any like musty smell or anything. Oh. I only, I only poked. They had to take a shower once. first. <laughs> <laughs> there was an orgy room. Yeah, there was an. Oh. There was an. There was an orgy room and a VIP orgy room. And the, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> there was literally a bowl, like bowls full of condoms outside every door, oh. and well, like spray bottles, that, spray God. bottles of water. That, I don't know. You do the wash down toys oh, and no. whatever else, I guess. And, oh, yeah, they, uh, God. yeah, the orgy room, I poked my head in there once, and there was probably like six to eight beds, and there was like 12 people in there just having sex. And I was oh. like, you know, I'm going to turn around and, and go back to the podcast room where it's safe. Boy, look at the time. I don't even like attractive people being nude, to tell you the truth. So I'm out. <laughs> I just, no. No. Yuck. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. All of that stuff. Well, there's a judge that just got arrested, might do 15 years in prison because he was breaking into his next door neighbor's house. And she was a much younger woman than the judge. And he was stealing her dirty underwear. Oh, that's a weird fetish. That is weird. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. So they're just, I don't know, that people are into what people... See, I don't even want to touch my own dirty underwear, much less somebody else's. Exactly. I don't get I it. I agree. I don't want... It's like, want, get that in the washing machine, ASAP. Yeah, I don't want to touch dirty underwear, mine, yours, or anyone else's. But he would steal them, and I don't know, put them over his head or something. I don't know what the hell he was doing with them. But he might get 15 years in federal prison for that because he's a judge. I mean... That is weird, and it is breaking yeah. and entering, but 15 years? It's because he's a judge. They're held to much they're higher... They're not either. They do get away with stuff well, constantly. They're technically held to much higher standards. Uh, technically. Yeah. Yes, it's true. But then, of course, yeah, let's see, he... The woman was an intern for him. Uh, she's 23, uh, and he... I don't know. By looking at him, I'd say forty-ish, maybe forty-five. I got to go People throw up. Stab each other in the streets, and they get two out two years. That's true. Yeah, I don't That's know. True. Personally, so, he, so he's probably about forty-five, and she's twenty-three, and he. They're friends of the family. She works for him? Yeah, that's extra creepy. Well, she once worked as an intern for him. Well, when he was a town attorney. So he must not have been a judge for very long then. Because she's only 23. It's, you know, that has to be a max of five years ago. Is this from yeah. New York, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Well, of course it's from. It's either from New York or California. Could be Florida. You never know. Yeah, that's true. A lot of stuff. No, all Florida ones are... Florida man poops his pants. Yeah, something drug related. <laughs> yeah, right. Something drug related. Yeah, that happens all the time. By the way, I just checked for you, Melina. The Dow's down 552 points. Ooh, that's it. But it was just up yeah. like 400. Yeah, that points. seems to be the new thing: is for it to go up 500 yeah, wild, and then down 500 yeah, every wild other day. Fluctuations for some strange. Which reason. I mean, hey, if you have the money to invest, then you know. Right now. Yeah, buy day trade. If it's going to fluctuate like this, just keep on buying low and selling high, and there you go, free money. I guess. There you go. Bob's your uncle. I guess that's exactly what it is. You just uh, keep moving forward. I don't understand any of it and whatever. So, Tevin, is, is this, you know, I mean, did this creep you out, make you more accepting? Oh, apparently we're going back to that. Well, no, I'm just, I mean, that's got to be like a, that has to be like something that's, you know, you're going to be like, uh, what just happened watching yeah. all of this? I mean, I mean I, these are people's lives. This is what they do all the time for recreation. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so I mean, time. I tried to go into it with an open mind and be like, not judge people. And it was, it was interesting to see everybody's comfortable, like the level of comfortability that they had with what was going on. And like, I felt like it was going to be weird to be like walking around, not a part of it and watching. But there was a lot of people that are into like the voyeur thing and have people watch. Like there was a room where this lady was uh, using a toy that was motorized uh, and like high powered yeah. and she got done and there was <laughs> like it scared me when they started it up it sounded like a motorcycle almost and i was like there's no way Jeez. that she should be on this and she was and after she got done like this room full of people just gave her a round of applause and it was like the level of like comfort that everybody was and it was i don't know it was a weird i don't know like energy that was there like it was cool to be a part of it but it wasn't like it didn't weird me out too much because everybody else was okay with what was going on. Remember Richard Pryor's great joke about that? Hmm. He said, man, I just don't understand these women with their sex toys. I just, man, all that stuff they use and all that. You ever heard one of those? Y'all ever heard one of those? He said, honestly, guys, this is exactly what it sounds like when she turns it on and then when she uses it. It goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like, too. Is it really? Yeah, pretty yeah, he said much. he knew. Yeah, that's uh, oh, that's a very God. good uh, good interpretation of what it is. Well, I guess, well done, honey. I guess his grandma was a madam and his mom was a hooker, so he would know. Right. Richard Pryor would know. That's the whole deal right there. But, yeah, I don't know. Hey, again, laws are not hurting anybody else, exactly. and everybody's in there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, volunteering. The volunteering and they're not going after people who don't want to be involved. God bless them. Good for you. Make you happy. I'm glad for you. Right. I'm happy for you. Apparently, there's a lot of that going on in Minneapolis. Yeah. For some reason, the Midwest, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. I thought we were all supposed to be so. So the winters depressed. get cold and lonely, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's exactly what it is. So, so this was where at the Hyatt? Yeah, the Hyatt Regency downtown in. Uh, Note to self, don't stay there. <laughs> yeah. Do they Until they fumigate. To, do they want people to know that it was there? Uh, I, I would assume so. It was advertised. They, so like they weren't was necessarily hiding. Yeah. yeah. So which one's the Hyatt Regency? Is that the one on Nicollet and 13th there across from where it used yeah. to be? Yeah, down by kind of That's the where Manny's so. used to be. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's where Manny's used to be back in the old days. It, it, uh, Ocean Air was originally in there and... Manny's was originally in there, and now it's people with sex toys. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I wonder how you know when that when that uh, uh, hotel first opened. It was a very big deal. It was a big time deal. Have that that uh, hotel because of, what the Greenway Athletic Club was on the top oh, floor. At of one it. time, anything that opened up in Minneapolis was a big deal. No, and that's not even the. Well, my, that's true. And that's yeah. not even my first hotel weird sexual experience. When I worked at the House of Comedy. I was picking up, well. and Big J Okerson was in town. He, oh, called, like Big he, he called me up when he was staying at, well, it's torn down now, but it was the Ramada over in Bloomington. And he oh, yeah. he called me up one day and was like, hey, Tevin, uh, I just want you to know that I need to get out of this hotel as soon as possible. There are people dressed up in costumes walking around all over the place. And I was like, okay. Oh, like, furries? Yep. I was like, okay, calm down. Like, yep. It can't be that bad, but I'll come pick you up. I'll see what we can do to get you a different hotel. And I pull up to the hotel to pick him up, and there were literally hundreds of people inside, outside, full-out animal costumes. 
everywhere and he gets in the he get, brought his bags out i didn't even tell him we could get him a new hotel he just assumed that yep i'm not staying here anymore so he brings all his bags out <laughs> and he goes he's like tevin he's like i knew i had to get out of here he said he opened up his door in the middle of the night to like go whatever gives a snack or something and he's like in the hallway there was somebody dressed as a crow like pecking at the vending machine he was like, yeah, this is it. I can't, I can't oh do this anymore. For God's sake. <laughs> yep, they dress up in animal costumes and pretend to be animals. And naturally, a lot of it is a sex thing. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, because everything is. Because everything is a sex thing. Well, you did see the new uh, big teen challenge now. Uh, apparently, it's made a comeback. I, I had never heard of it before, but apparently you, people have done it before. It's called the Teen Condom Challenge. You guys know about this? Is this the no. one where they suck it in through their mouth and take it out of their nose? No, or whatever? they put it in through their nose and then <laughs> oh. pull it out of their mouth. The opposite. No. Yes, they take a condom, obviously out of the wrapper, and they stretch it out, and they inhale it until they can reach into the back of their throat and pull it through their nose and out of their mouth. Is this before or after they eat a Tide Pod? It really can't be good. Wrong yeah, that can, it think. sounds... Well, <laughs> I, I mean, know. for one, if you do it wrong, you're going to choke and die. Exactly. But for two, even if you do it right, that has to be damaging to your sinuses. And, I would think so. And who does that impress? Them right up. And who does that impress? Other who teenagers. Does. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. I discovered men, like we masturbate. See, women, women don't ever master nothing. <laughs> women like to fuck as much as we do. But they don't confess to the shit. They always be cool. You no, I don't want to fuck. <laughs> but they go home, have all that electrical equipment and shit. <laughs> I can't come behind one of them long things on my nothing. <laughs> what is happening? What did I walk into? Welcome, Alex. Yeah, welcome, yeah. Alex, into the room. Oh, you just missed. You just met Miss Sex Fest by Tevin Pittman. Yep. Sex Fest? Oh, good. I'm glad that I <laughs> was feeling extremely nauseous in my car instead of listening to that. 
Well, <laughs> now you'd, you'd feel extremely nauseous now. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I would be nauseous either way, so whatever. It'd all work out in the end. <clears throat> That's all I know. That's all I can say. Uh, this man has been on the show many, many times. Sylvester Stallone's lesser-known younger brother has finally got his moment in the public eye, but it's not for his acting or his singing. Frank Stallone faced an angry backlash after he insulted Parkland School shooting survivors in now-deleted tweets on Saturday. Get off of Twitter, everyone. Everyone just get off of Twitter, get off of Facebook. That pig at Facebook is giving your information to everybody possibly can. Get off it. What good could it ever do for a celebrity to say anything negative about Parkland? I know. It's not the guy. If you don't like the guy, that's your business. But the fact that he's attached to Parkland School, why would you bother Uh -uh. making a fool of yourself like that? I mean, you don't like the guy, fine, but he's attached to Parkland School, Marjorie Stoneman. You don't want to comment on that kind of thing. In any case, uh, Frank Stallone faced an angry backlash after he insulted Parkland School shooting survivors and now deleted tweets on Saturday, the Independent reports. Stallone called David Hogg a pussy and said he was sure someone from his age group is dying to sucker punch this rich little bitch. Mm-hmm. Watch him run home like the coward he is, Stallone said. He's the worst rep for today's youth headline grabbing punk. He also targeted Emma uh, Gonzalez, another outspoken outspoken Parkland survivor, calling her another headline-grabbing clown. She thinks she's it. She ain't shit, the 67-year-old wrote. Stallone apologized to everyone and David Hogg, especially in a tweet early Sunday. I would never in a million years wish or, <laughs> wish or promote violence to anyone where, anywhere on this planet. After what these kids went through, I'm deeply ashamed. Please accept my apology, he wrote. Hollywood celebrities were among those who criticized or mocked Stallone after his initial tweets. We don't have to worry about a Frank Stallone boycott. That started in the late 70s. Oh, that's cold, quipped Judd Apatow. Stallone's tweets followed Ted Nugent's description of the Parkland students Friday as mushy-brained children with no soul. Laura Ingram, who also ended up apologizing after insulting Hogg, has taken a week off as advertisers desert her Fox show. Don't... Can people learn to just shut up? Yeah. That's all they need to do is just shut up. Just don't comment. Don't Don't have a couple of drinks and decide to tweet. Yeah, it's got to be what it is, isn't it? They get get jacked up and then they start tweeting. I think so. Joe from Louisville on the horn. How are you doing, Joe? Good. How are you? Marvelous. What's the latest? Ah, nothing much. Just uh, 70 days today, brother. 70 days? Yep. Man, time is flying by. It's not as uh, prestigious as five years, but it'll have to do for now. Yeah, 70 days is pretty impressive. Congratulations. So you, you've been off Thank the wheel for, uh, for 70 days. Congratulations. How's it going Thank for you. you? Going good. Got the uh, day off today for Easter. What? Easter's on a Sunday. You don't get any days off for Easter. Which is why we get today off. I just don't understand. I didn't get today off. I got to work. Did you get Friday off, too, or is it just one or the other? Well, I'm normally off on Fridays, but um, oh, Fridays uh, Fridays considered a union holiday too. You need a better union, brother. Yeah, we need a better union. I'd just be on the KQ Morning Show for an hour a day, four days a week. That'd be good. You would well, like that, that probably. <laughs> well, that would suck. Uh, so no, so you're taking the day off now. Back in the back back seventy one days ago. 
So you get four days in a row off. You'd have probably hit her pretty hard for all four days, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, a, I remember. A fifth of whiskey every day. A fifth every day? I didn't know. So you were doing a bottle a day, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of drinking, man. How, so how's your physical health? Oh, good. It's getting better. My blood pressure's coming down. I still sleep like shit, though. Oh, you don't You don't sleep? Yeah, sleep. sleeping's tough. What did they tell you to do about the sleeping? Did they, they have any tips for you? Yeah, take prednisone. Take, uh, take prednisone? Prednisone. Trazodone. Oh, trazodone. Trazodone, okay. that's it. Yeah, trazodone. Yeah, um, Are you going to do that? Yeah, it's, I'm, I try to. Um, I still wake up in the middle of the night, though. I, one, of, uh, one of our guys, one of the uh, facilitators told me it took him two and a half years to get back to normal sleep. Another one told me it took him five years to get back to get back to normal sleep. And the thing that really messes with me is really weird dreams that I have. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that is true. I do. T- I, you know, people don't believe me, Joe, when I talk to them about this. To tell you the truth, I haven't slept through the night since I was 19 years old. I usually wake up two to three times a night. Um, I have for my whole life now since I was 19. But I have nightmares at least three days a week. Really, and I have for years. I have for years. I don't know what that's all about. I just, I don't know what the, I don't know what that is. It it just it is what it is. You know, it's not real, so I don't worry about. It. But sometimes, honest God, you wake up and you, because you have these dreams that something happened to somebody else, or you know, somebody died or whatever, and you wake up in a cold sweat. But I don't know what causes that. I guess it's just. Carryover stress from the day. I'm, I'm imagining. Is your job stressful? I work at Fort. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, your particular job. Do they do they uh, kind of oh, lord over really. you a I mean, lot? I, you know, I, I, you can't really. I don't know if you could call it stressful. I mean, it's monotonous. I do the same thing every day, all day. I take an mm-hmm. air, condition, air air conditioning compressor and put it on the engine and attach it. You know, and you do that every day. Thank you, know? morning show and your show every day. Otherwise, I'm bored out of my skull. So, well, yeah, but you know, we uh, everybody who has a job, I do the same thing every day. I sit down at the microphone and I talk, and I take a couple hours yeah, off, get some exercise in. Your content changes day to day. I mean, it's more yeah, you're that talking is very about true. The yeah, that's true. Orioles twice in a row. Ah, what do you think about that, Joe? You know, my I twins won two in a row. Yeah. I saw the first game they lost three to two. It's like, oh come on, really? I missed the second game. I saw they won six to two. And, um, I didn't have Spot. I don't have Fox Sports Network, so I had to do the Yahoo Keep Up with it. And I sat there and looked at it. It's like, wow, they're going good, seven to nothing. Finally, yeah, seven to nothing. So. They spanked them again. They did indeed. Of course, today they got Pittsburgh. They have the day off tomorrow. Then they got Pittsburgh on Wednesday, and then they come home for the home opener, where it's going to be 35 degrees for the high. Oh, it'll be just like that uh, playoff game they had a couple years ago for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Playing baseball when it's 35 degrees—that's got to hurt, man. If you you foul off a pitch, that cannot feel too good. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think so. Joe, congratulations. Have a nice day off. You you should be very proud of yourself. So you get your 90-day medal, medallion, 90-day medallion in less than three weeks now. Yep. Well, congratulations. Keep in touch on that, will you, Joe? Always. All right, man. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a good day, sir. 
Joe from Louisville, ladies and gentlemen, long, long time listener, gave up alcohol, went through treatment. Uh, it's been, God, can you believe that's been 70 days already? Oh, that went fast. It's a. Uh... Probably yeah, not but, for him. Well, yeah, how many days have there been in this year? Not even seventy. Uh, so, oh God, no. yeah, that was before the before Christmas, Christmas break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's been seventy days. It was after Christmas break, January, February, March. I thought so, but well, well that's yeah. only that's ninety 30 days. days in a month, usually. I suppose I'm thinking with all the days we've been taking off. Exactly, actually 90 days. All the days we've been taking off, we took one week off. <laughs> no, we took the week after Christmas off, and then we took Oh yeah, last week, or not last week, two weeks I, ago off. I have to take off a week from Friday because uh, I have to travel. Yeah, we're not going to be on then. So, uh, I don't know. Melina, you, you should host the show that day. You and Tevin should host the show that day. Show them how it's done. Uh, what day is it? It's a week from Friday. All right. the th- Friday the 13th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think of, what do you think of that action? You'd be the host on Friday the 13th. Now we're talking. It all works out in the end. All right, Melina, I'm checking on the uh, stock market. The stock market is down Every 590 time. points. What I love is whenever it takes a huge dive Ooh. like that, they call it a correction. Yes, but then when it raises by 400 <laughs> points, it's not. Yeah. What do they? What are they calling that? Finance language is just messed up. It really is. It I don't know. They, everything they say is just like a different nonsense use of a word that already exists. I don't know why they have to do that. So that common, everyday people can't figure out what they're talking about. Yeah, probably. And I they can take advantage of them. I suppose that is true. There's no doubt about because that. Because a correction just means a dip in the market. That's It's a, it's a dip that isn't a crash. Well, they said this, uh, Melina, they said this is based on the China trade agreement. They're yeah. worried about the China trade agreement. Uh, I don't know. It's... That's why I don't have any money in the stock market. But the problem is with the stock market crash is it takes everybody with it. That's the whole problem. Whether you're in it or not, you're going to pay the price for it, which is really unfortunate. But, I mean, it's sad but true, I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, I don't know. I just think that there are so many people who are anti-Trump that they want things like this. They would love to see the, see the stock market crash, which is terrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Why don't we hope for the best for American people? Uh, that's just a thought, you know. Just hope for the best for for people around the world, and certainly the American people. And uh, calm down on that wishing uh, people ill. How about that? Did you see that uh, the Trump International Golf Club in Florida? People poured red paint all over their sign. Why did they do that? I guess they're protesting. Destruction of private property. Uh, see, it's that kind of behavior that just makes... Uh, I if, know. Even if you don't like Trump, you, you think that this is going to bother him? He doesn't live there. I know, it's so It's sad. just the community that has to pay for it to be picked up yep. and cleaned up. It's just... It just makes them look pathetic. I know. I just wish people wouldn't act like that. I couldn't agree with you more. I wish people wouldn't act like that. But it's getting to be more and more and more... I don't think most people are capable of political discourse more complex than that kind of thing. No, that's why I had, you know, I have to, I had to stop getting feeds from quite a few people because every single day it was just this hateful rant about Trump. And it's like, 
Like I said, I'm not a supporter of Trump, but I just don't want to listen to somebody being hateful every day. It's pretty good, though, they're not hateful rants about me all the time. I know. that's It's been calm. You need to... No, no. Oh, in the Star Tribune over the weekend, it wasn't calm. Oh, what, why was there anything about... Oh, okay. because Apparently, of the Hall of Fame thing? Yeah, the Hall of Fame, Minnesota Hall of Fame. Apparently. Oh. Well, there was a nice Apparently article, I though, about Mordahl. Or Dave Mordahl, I should say. Oh, there was? Was there an article yeah. about Mordahl? Yeah, and you were mentioned. I was? Yeah, Neil Justin wrote it. And what did it say about me? No, well, I just mentioned the morning with, show. He works with yeah. sucky Tom Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is, pretty much? Uh, what yeah. about the Minnesota Lauren Siegel's Hall calling of Fame? me right now. Oh, oh I'm going to be in. I was. I was induct. I'm go- going to be inducted into Minnesota Hall of Fame on September 22nd. Along, you know who's coming in with me the same day? Louie. The, the Minnesota Broadcasting Hall of Fame on oh, September Brad 22nd. There's not. There's not like a. Uh, well, what kind of Hall of Fame do you think I'd be in? Just like Minnesota people that have achieved a lot. Hanyuk. I don't. I don't think there is anything like that. Is there? There's not a Minnesota Hall of Fame for just. I don't know. I didn't know there was so. a Minnesota Broadcasting <laughs> Hall of Fame. I don't know. I think Tevin should be in the Hall of Fame right. for hanging out in hotels with a bunch yeah. of nude I'm people. In, and I'm in the Sex Fest sex Hall toys. of Fame. Sex Fest Hall go. of Fame. There you go. You have to tell me more Tevin about Pittman. this. Tevin Pittman. Yep. It's instead of like, <laughs> instead right, of like, we'll a, come right back. Instead of a gold jacket, it's a leather jacket. Uh, we'll be right back. Tevin will tell Alex about Sex Fest right after this Tom Bernard show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard show listeners. My pillow is offering more than fifty percent off his four pack special which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Get on Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, I, I don't understand this. I, I don't think the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame has a dinner 
I don't know. There's a reception, so I don't know if there's food served at the reception or not. Maybe I'm sure there back is. Lunch. <laughs> but Doc Ketchmark is very up to goes, Jesus H. Christ, i got to come up $300 for the ceremony? Thanks. Oh, God. 300 bucks? Like, it wouldn't charge $300 for something for, and not <laughs> serve a be, meal, would there's, they? There's, uh, there's definitely there's, food involved, for sure. Probably well, heavy appetizers. You know, at we least. are talking at about least. Minnesota, though, so. Well, that's true. That's very, very true. I'm going to check on that and see if it's true that they don't Where they is don't it? have. It's in St. Louis Park. Where? It's right by, uh, you know, the Target store and Byerly's and all that in St. Yeah. Louis Park. They're right on Highway 100. Yep. It, um, yeah, it's right there. Oh. Okay, Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, they got the inductees here. John Linder, Jeff Passel, Robin Robinson. Huge fan of mine. Huge Jeff fan. Jeff Passel, so too? To that's cool. Yeah, Passel and I are getting in the same day. Oh, that's cool. Oh, and Robin God, Robinson. A, John Hines got in last year, you know. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Which, which I thought was really cool. Um, it just shows who's in it. Holy God, are there a lot of people in this. A lot this. of white men. It's all white guys. No, there's a woman. Who's that? Barbara Rails. Steph- Never John heard of Steffened. her. Oh, Jim Ramsberg's in there. Um, oh, it's all listed. It's all listed alphabetically, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Roger Awesome's in there. Casey Jones is in there. I'm very excited about that. Um, there's a bunch of people in there that don't belong in there, so that's good. <laughs> Charlie Bush is in there. That's good. Oh, we have a music hall of fame too. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. How do I find out if there's a... Okay, it says... It, it's it, in New Ulm, Minnesota. What, um, okay, okay so why don't they put on here uh, the induction ceremony Saturday evening, September 22nd at the Pavic Museum in St. Louis Park. The ceremony not only celebrates the careers of these distinguished broadcasters, <laughs> distinguished, but also raises operating funds for Pavic Museum... Tickets go on sale April 3rd, 2018, so they go on sale tomorrow. They're 150 bucks each, so Doc Ketchmark's right. It's like 300 bucks for he and his lovely wife, who's far too good for him. Have I ever pointed that out? Oh, here's the article in the Star Tribune. Well, I don't think you want to read that. They're using <laughs> your photo from the uh, Other Hall of Fame? National Radio Hall of Fame. National Radio Hall of Fame. I've lost a little weight in my face since then. That's a nice picture, though. I look like Vito Corleone. Which you like. But other than that. That's the look you go for. Oh, it's the, uh, it's the look I go for. Yes, I changed my face. Oh, God, Ron Hanberg's in there. Maybe I'll drop out. Oh, well, yeah, well, why wouldn't they get mad at you? Uh, he's ruled the Minnesota airwaves with a steady stream of pot shots at dumb criminals and politicians and the occasional ethnic faux pas that has angered blacks, Asian Americans, American Indians, and others. I am Way to go, Tom. And others, like me. Tevin, are you still and angry everybody at everybody else, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's definitely It's interesting angry. how they say blacks and Asians when it was actually a very small subset of those populations. It was. It was yeah. a subset of those populations, but they like to throw it in there. It's like, what percent right. of Americans, black Americans, are Somalian? It's got to be like 1%. Well, if that. And yet higher. they're acting like it's, you know, every black person in the country was i don't know it's dishonest it is 
It is what it is. What, I mean, you know, they, there's a certain segment about half of Minnesotans do not like people who have any success. I don't know why that is, but they just don't. If you have success, they just don't like it. I don't really understand it. God, there's Don Linder, Harry Linder, Steve Linder, Willard Linder, and now John Linder's going to be in. There's going to be five Linders in there. A little bit of nepotism going on? Oh, I wonder if they're, I don't even know, they, they do look alike, though. Say they look like they might be in the same family. Charles Chick McEwen's in there. John Masich is in there. I like John. He's a good guy. Donald K. Martin, I worked with him. Pat Miles is oh, in there. Here we go. Linder Radio Group operates 20 radio stations in southern Minnesota and Iowa. There you go. So, yes, apparently being the uh, manager or whatever of that makes you automatically in the Hall of Fame. They have the Linder family is very important. To they also under, op- operate the Linder Farm Network for farmers. Actually, there are such. some some people in here that it would be a real honor to be in the same Hall of Fame. Well, congratulations, Bob Ryan, who was Dad. a great guy. Well, they let Mark Rosen in. I mean, they must let anybody Rosie. in. If he oh, gets <laughs> Rosie's in there. Joe Souchere got in last year. I know that. Wasn't Royce in? Wait a minute. Royce's not in? I don't understand that at all. Yeah, he's not in. When are they going to put Royce in? they got to put Royce in. They put Souchere in there. I don't know. Whatever. All right, anyway, it doesn't say if they have a, a dinner or not. I don't know why the hell they wouldn't have a dinner, but it this is, is Minnesota. When? It's September 22nd. September. Okay. I already have it on my calendar September and have 22nd. a babysitter. You already got the babysitter teed up, ready to go? Yeah, it's uh, like I said, there's some people in there that would be a hell of an honor to be in the same uh, Hall of Fame, and there are other people in there I can't stand. So, Oh, like there's this. a bad comment about Passolt. <gasps> well, what about him? What did he do? It says, Passolt has done nothing that merits Hall of Fame status. Where's that? Where'd that appear? That's under your comments. What's well, under my comments? Mm-hmm. Poor Paso takes a shot because of me. That's not very nice. Paso has done nothing to what? To deserve to, that that merits Hall of Fame status. Joe from Louisville wants to know who haven't you pissed off? Well, that's true. That's well, there's a lot of people sticking up for you too, though. Oh, there are. Yeah, I've been a fan of Tom and the show since the beginning. He's a one of a kind and will never be duplicated. Do I like everything he says and does? No. But I will listen to the last day he's on the air. Congratulations to you, Uncle Tommy. Very well done. Take a well-deserved bow. By the way, for those of you who won't let the whole Wellstone thing go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Seriously, what was that, 20 years ago? I recall that he said he wished Wellstone would drop dead at least a month before the crash. It was 37 (laughs) days, actually. (laughs) And And then publicly on the air, he said he felt bad when the senator actually died. He never gloated about the crash as so many of you want to believe, I know let people it think go. I gloated about it when he died. People remember <laughs> things whenever <laughs> they want to. He's dead. That was 16 years ago. Summer 12 says you're lewd, rude, and crude. Who says that? <laughs> Not my cup of tea. Summer 12. Summer 12. Oh, Paul, Paul died one day before my birthday. Yeah, he did. But before I turned 16. A plane crash up in northern Minnesota is way down. And it, look, it was just like anybody else. You go, ah, drop dead. People say that used to say it. Maybe they don't say it anymore. I don't know. It was more common back then, that's for sure. But that's what I did. I didn't go, I hope he dies. I now said, it's uh, your racist. 
And now I'm a racist because no, no, that's what now. Now that's the go-to. Oh uh, yeah, everybody's insult. a racist now. It's very true. Yes, and you're absolutely right. It's it's not black people. It was Somalis. Mm-hmm. It's not Asians. It was Hmong people, and who else? American Indians. Yeah, that's true. But not all tribes. I don't even remember that one. I don't know. I think I said something about I would. I don't know. I don't even remember why they were pissed off at me. But they were pissed off at me about something. I know one of them was like some woman drowned her baby or something. That was the Hmong woman. She gave birth to a baby. Well, she wasn't even a woman. She was a girl. She she stuffed a bunch of toilet paper down the baby's throat and drowned it. What a weird thing to do. Just, I know, but... Whatever. I mean, there are so many places you can just anonymously drop off a baby. Yeah, you can do that now. You just drop off your baby and never see it again. But but she was very young, so I, whatever. I just It's hilarious going through this and watching the... What are you reading The diatribe about Wellstone. <laughs> oh, they're still I mean, it's like comment Wellstone? after comment about Wellstone, how you yeah, you, uh, you celebrated his I death moments after his it. Death. It's such a you lie. You were so thrilled. You didn't do any of this that stuff. That I was thrilled? That he died to death. I don't think there's anything that happened oh, 16 God. years ago that I care about at all. And anymore. then people, people trying to set the record straight, but then the other people won't have any of it because that's what they believe to be true, and they'll never know the real thing. It's just Whatever. unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's actually sort of funny. Yeah, except for it's disgusting. I mean, most of it is about Wellstone. It literally was. My God. Norm Coleman was on the air with me, and Paul Wellstone made some negative comment about Norm Coleman. Which I do all the time anyway. Why wouldn't you? Uh, and I went literally like this. Ah, drop dead. That was it. That was everything. Well, you do know that you have late. superpowers. Oh, yeah, I must have. If well, anyone there was, was a guy. Don't, don't forget. Is anybody what? If anybody has ever watched a crime show like CSI or Bones or something, mm-hmm. yeah. there's constantly people saying drop dead or even I'll kill you. And they're not even suspects. In murder. No, I know exactly. You, <laughs> because they're like, that's just something people, people say. I'll just, I'll kill you. Drop dead. Whatever. That's all I ever did. We used to always say that as kids. Days. Exactly. Didn't drop you? dead. Yeah. Oh, drop dead. Dad's right. going to kill you. Mom's going to kill you. Exactly. I, mean, I know you're not allowed to say that anymore, but that was just like, but, yeah. it, meant, it just meant you were going to get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, lewd, rude, and crude. Yes, I am that. I'm not denying that part. Check, check, I can't, check. I can't wait. Check on <laughs> I can't wait until Fun's old enough for me to say I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. Yeah, we'll see. There I mean, you go. My favorite thing public, good that people do in shows like CSI <laughs> is uh, they're they like find evidence that someone that they're with, you know, did something horrible, like killed someone, mm-hmm. and then they go, "I'm going to call the police." Well, it's like, what do you think the, the guy's going to do now that you've told him that you're going to call the police? <laughs> Maybe kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. If you're in the room, if you're in a room with someone who is a murderer, and you find out that they're a murderer, don't say, "Well, you better kill me, or else you're going to go to prison." <laughs> here's, here's what I would do. Seriously, advice, of all those people that wrote in and said that I celebrated Paul Wellstone's death, I want one of you to walk up to me on the street and tell me to my face that I did that. Because I'll slap you right across the face because it never happened. I thought you're, you were going to say, I'll give you a big <laughs> hug and explain how I did not no, do that. I, 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 no, I thought you're gonna you were going to tell me you right wanted to drop face. dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that again. <laughs> you know, why did that have to happen? Could he wait a while? Uh, he did. He waited like a 37 month. 37 days. Yeah. So 
so uh, people are, and that was 16 years ago, and they still, there's one guy that wrote an entire article about how, he, and he really believed this, by the way, that George W. Bush and I got together with a bazooka and shot his airplane out of the sky. Okay. Well, I thought... He actually well, thought that well, was true. When oh George gosh. came over the house and had that bazooka. Right. Yeah. I was George kind of wondering was, what was happening. And there was all that it, uh, evidence of the plane with... being taken down by a bazooka. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean it checks out, guys. Crazy it checks you? out. And then right after, then you guys planned 9-11 as well, yep. right? Yeah, yep. yeah, we yep. planned 9-11. Yep. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. You're busy in between air shows. <laughs> that is an amazing thing about w. being a best of Bad friends. influence on each other. <laughs> being on the air is that people think you did things and said things you never did. So they are convinced nuts. they heard me say that, by the way, that I was happy he was dead. Yep. I never said that. Well, Why would I be happy that he was dead? Here's the thing about radio is you could go back and listen. And it, yeah, you can go back and listen. Yeah, like I'm it sure would the be tapes are out there somewhere. Yeah. Although you can doctor tapes and make you say whatever you, whatever you want to say, so that's not well, really going to work. And they prefer to believe it. I'm happy he is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy he is dead. But that's, but you have to remember, these people want to believe it. Yeah, they believe yeah. it because they it's more convenient for them and their worldview. Yeah, it's just like, you know, a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of news stories. They get the facts wrong, but the first thing story that people hear, that's what they believe. You can't even change their minds. Let me just point something out. videotape. Let me point something out to you. Laura Ingram, the advertisers have pulled their business. Uh, If I actually celebrated the death of a United States senator and half his family, because his wife and at least I think one of his kids died in the plane crash too, right? I I think that's true. Do you think there's any advertiser out there that would advertise on my show Mm. if I actually said that? That's not your... Thing anyway, there is no. Yeah. Way. Do you think Tevin Pittman would hang out with me okay. if no, I actually not, said something? Actually, like, the irony of I can't get over the irony of dropped dead and then like fell out of the sky and that's how he died. It's like the Paul, I know like the that Paul, was a whole problem. It's like the Paul Walker dying in a car crash after doing Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did anyone think yeah. that maybe Paul Wellstone did it on purpose just to get you? That, <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't. Think that's even that. deeper down. Don't down even down start hole. that. God. <laughs> Hey, that if you want to start conspiracy the theories, but no, that 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 is the whole situation. It's it's that it was literally Norm Coleman said, "Yeah, Paul Wellstone's taking shots of me," and I said, "Ah, why didn't he drop dead?" That's that was the extent of it. I didn't really want him to die. You dumb bastard. Anyway, we'll be back with hour two, Tom Bernard show.